0: All right, uh, let's do this one more time. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider Man. My name is Miles Morales. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. You're
1: listening to the number one podcast and education across the Spider Verse, Steambox. Are those my Jordans? All right, this is Roberto. You're back with another Steambox podcast. Today, I'm at Highlander Charter School with my homies. Homies from Highlander Charter School, please say what's up to the world. What's up? Oh, hey. Once again, if, we goes, to different. <laughs> if we're gonna start podcasting, right? And we got a couple new heads in this group. If we're gonna start, well, one, I guess now. If we're gonna start podcasting and next week we're going into Manguko and Salami, we're gonna do Joyful Rebellion. We got a whole bunch of guests coming up. We need not only somebody who has a dope podcast already, You guys are on, what, like 320 episodes? Always. 300. Approaching 350. They're approaching 350 episodes with Codex Prime. We've got Victor Amoyo. He's one of the co-hosts. Also started his own podcast now called Do the Film Thing. Victor, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Where do people... I want to do this right off the bat. Where can people find out more about Codex Prime and Do the Film Thing? And what is Do the Film Thing?
2: Yeah, so with uh, Codex Prime, you can find us everywhere. Uh, we're on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Radio. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, and we have a link tree which can take you. We can take which can take you to any podcasting platform you can find up for our show at. Uh, we've been doing that show for like gosh, like nine years, almost nine years now. So, so yeah, th- this coming May, we'll be approaching our nine year anniversary of the show. So. Like uh, nerd stuff, you know, movies, video games, bit of wrestling, uh, comics. You know, come check us out. Uh, do the film thing. Uh, it's a brand new podcast I launched uh, earlier this month in January. Uh, so right now I had episode four, which just uh, which I just posted yesterday. That's more of a, a film analysis and appreciation podcast. So in that podcast, I focus on one film and I talk about all of the all of the things that really stand out to me in the movie, whether it's like the themes. How it's shot, uh, when it came out, um, and like the historical context of the movie, like what, what what society was like when the movie came out at the time, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been going pretty well so far. It's a seasonal podcast, so it's going to be ten episodes per season. So yeah, it's it's going to be cool. So if you if you like film, if you want to if you want to check out some older films like from my
1: generation and growing up, then definitely check it out. You are the Criterion Collection guy, right? Like you are the you're the guy who. And I don't think you're a snob because I actually love movies, but to other people, they would probably be like, oh, this is film snob, blah, 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 because like highbrow films. So if we ask you your favorite movie, you're probably going to be like Jerry's Hair Fracture from 1942. it's a silent film. Um, but instead of that, for our students in the room, can you give us your favorite pop culture movie that they might be familiar with? So what's your favorite amongst popular films, just so we could get a baseline of who we're talking to? Can I say two? Yes. Um, into the Spider-Verse and Across the spider <laughs> We're, yeah, perfect movies.
0: Perfect That's movies. Movie. The Criterion Phil snob. What would that answer be?
2: Oh, good uh, question. Good question, man. If if you if you ask me, like depending on the day, I can give you like a different answer. Mm. But um, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> <laughs> Funny comedy, but not on the Criterion collection. Um, I would have to go with uh, ooh. This is Japanese, old Japanese film from 1952. It's called Ikiru. It means to live. Um, that one's about this this old man who's he's like this uh, office worker and he's had, had like a really boring life and he finds out that he has cancer he's dying but then he wants to do something that really matters to him and his community so he wants to build a playground for the name of the kids but he runs into a lot of like bureaucratic red tape and he comes and runs across to like all sorts of excuses as to why it can't be built why his whole thing is like futile and he's just trying to like. Just trying to make some positive good before he checks out. What's your Criterion Collection film?
0: See, I was very interested in the Criterion Collection and what it was because I don't have
1: one and I'm really searching. I'm searching deep down for one. Criterion Collection, how would you describe that? Is that like a special edition of like a high art film? Is that... Yeah, it's, like, a collection
2: of, like, of like both, like, mainstream and more, like, obscure films from, like, all over the world. So, like, either, like, small independent features or, like, either certain big-budget mainstream releases. They've been around since, like, 84. So, like, what they do is, like, for their Blu-rays DVDs, like, they'll come up with a, a whole bunch of, like, extra features, which gives you, like, information on the movie, uh, like, commentary tracks, documentaries. Um, there's also a streaming service called the Criterion Channel, um, which you can actually... You can actually, uh, it's like a pay service, it's like you pay like a small fee per month and you can watch all sorts of like old school old school films and even new films for like all over the world. So it's like, it's really cool if you want to check out something that's really uh, off the beaten.
1: So I'm going to come over here in just a second. I also want to point out that uh, his co-host Carl is, they're very much opposites, right? They're very, very much opposites. And uh, Carl, Carl has more of like a mainstream kind of appeal kind of thing. So it's funny listening to them back and forth a lot of times on Codex because Victor will say, Oh, yeah, yeah, here's here, watch the Criterion channel and you'll find all this stuff. And then Carl will be like, I just saw this movie called Hubcap on Tubi. Watch it. (laughs) Hubcap's a real movie. I've yet to watch it, but I've downloaded it. I can't wait to see this. What did you want to add? Uh, So
2: that Jaffa Nealer Hubcap, right? It's like, is it like breaking bad, but like nicer? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> well, uh it's nothing like breaking bad but um i could i could see uh, i love breaking bad by the way but i can Do you see, watch oh, breaking I, bad i can't get past the fifth episode
0: one yeah i can't get past the finale so i've re-watched it six times just to make sure yeah. very
1: different answer i'm sorry
2: yeah i would say like it's nothing like breaking bad but um in terms of like, the concept of like a, a, a dying man trying to make some difference then it has that in common but it's like way different yo you got the like your voice, so your voice is so chill. Your voice is so chill. Your voice, like, I guess it's so
0: calm, man. You guys sound... You got the, you're, like, that. Yeah. the perfect podcast podcast voice to, like, yeah. play on your Alexa and just speak. Yeah, like, you like, sound
3: nah. like a podcast. I was
0: thinking the same thing. Like, your guys' voice just sounds like it's already mixed up and added Exactly.
1: Up.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does.
1: Did you hear what she just said to you?
3: Sounds like no editing.
1: What did you say to him? She said that your voice sounds like his. I was thinking as soon as you were talking, I was thinking your voice is mad smooth. That now you know, now you know there's a future in this for you. I'm gonna chill out if uh if the other stuff that you want to do is not is not popping. We noticed <laughs> nice. I, I felt really bad because when we had Carl on last year, we gave him our students had a, a printer where we were making our own shirts. And we gave him a shirt. It was like something was starting to go wrong with the printer, so the colors were kind of washed out and stuff. But it almost looked dope in its own like old school way. But when Victor came on the podcast and Victor joined us in Central Falls, the printer was dead by then. It literally made an ink blot on my ceiling. I had to dodge it like Spider Man. It was wild. Like it was like in slow motion, and the ink comes out. And now, now it's a Rorschach test. I asked you what size you were because we made you one, so we have one here for you. You said. You said XL, but I think you're lying. I think you're lying. But here you go. Uh you finally have one and it's it's more crisp than Carl's. So you, you have that. That's what's up. And now now you can represent both podcasts at the same time. All right. Who wants to kick off with the first like official question for Victor? And then we will move and then we'll move clockwise. Go ahead.
3: So I heard that you discuss video games, wrestling things, comics, movies. So what was your favorite to discuss of each of those?
2: Mm. Uh. Yeah, I would say uh, definitely movies. because um, like that's always been my bag since I was a kid. Um, and uh, like for me, it was I always I always enjoy like recommending a, a a good movie that's something that something that might be off off of people's attention, something that's off the beaten path. Um, second to that would be wrestling because like I've I grew up a, a wrestling fan and um, it's always it's always a uh, it's always great picking uh, you know my my co spraying brain because like he's also been a lifelong wrestling fan so kind of see like where our perspectives
1: align and where we differ this is kind of cool. Can you tell me that you at least appreciate? Can you tell me that you at least appreciate the go home before the Royal Rumble? CM Punk put this line, knowing that he's about to lose to Cody Rhodes. He says, "I didn't." work my way back from 10 years just to lose to dusty's son like a real bold statement so that he can and he made cody look really good like he did the job for cody can you at least appreciate cm punk coming in and doing that with somebody who's a member of the elite cm punk's mortal enemies
2: Oh, okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give the devil his due. You know, um, you know, you know, punk, it, you know, punk. He, he, did the job. He lost the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes. He's a, he won, he won a second Royal Rumble two years in a row. It's fitting that, uh, that Cash Money Punk loses to an elite he Italian hates, punk. He hates him. Yeah, punk. So but you know, it, it is what it is.
1: And you know, hey, um, we'll, we'll see Punk uh, at WrestleMania 40 this year. Maybe he'll main event if he makes it. I mean, he's the old body, man. He's decrepit. We'll see what happens. He's, His body's like mine. And I love CM Punk. But I love CM Punk for reasons like that. I love uh, him on the mic, the way he can put people over, the way he can put himself over at the same time, and the way he could take people down. After what happened with Vince McMahon this week, and if you hadn't heard, look it up, but please don't read any of the text messages. (laughs) If you heard about what happened with Vince McMahon this week, like, I would love a pipe bomb number two. I would love to, I would love CM Punk. They should, like, they should let him just go in and trash the whole building, including Vince McMahon, and really make right with a lot of the WWE universe. What did you want to add? I just they kept mentioning CM Punk's in the best every time
0: he would walk in. there like he's in the best condition of his career. No, he's not. He's clearly he's. An, <laughs> they just made that up.
1: He's a really old dude. Very he looks. I mean, he looks good for his age. Like he looks physically fit, but he's he's an old he's an old dude. He's an OG. What's your question for Victor? So I
0: wanted to know like why did you want to start podcasting? Like what's your background on like the reason to start all of it?
2: Yeah. Good question. Um, I remember, uh, back in, way back in 2013, I started a, a YouTube channel where I was just talking about film and it's still up by the way. You just, you yeah, you just type my name and it's there. If you want to see 29, 30 year old me, there I am. So, uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do something along, along those lines, but then after a while, cause like with YouTube, I just, I just didn't like the format and also like there's a lot of toxicity among mm. YouTube comments alone. So I was like, I'm not really feeling this energy. Let me get away from this. And then, and then, um, Around 2015, uh, a couple friends of, of, of mine and Carl, we were thinking about, oh, why don't we just start our, our podcast of tomorrow? We could just like, we don't have to record any video. We could just like, just shoot the breeze and like all of the, all of the things that we like, like nerd stuff. So um, after some, after some planning, we we decided to launch Codex Prime and, uh, and that's been a, a fun format for, uh, well, at least for me ever since, you know, just, just talking, just shooting the breeze and even just like getting some like little media analysis uh things in there as well so yeah for me like it was definitely like the ideal uh format rather than just like like recording recording video taking hours to edit and then like you would get like 10-15 views at best and it's like okay well I could do something else
0: I think that's a smarter way to go too because you and your friends are just like analyzing what you guys have around you and you're just showing what you guys like and things that you really enjoy
1: Is that something that you would be into one day?
0: Probably, yeah, because I like speaking about things that I enjoy with my friends and stuff. So it gives me time to
1: think about what I like to do and what I can do when I can. You're starting here with us. This is your first day with the Steambox Versus podcast. Mm -hmm. The second week of March, your podcast. You tell me the theme. You tell me who we need to get somebody local and we'll go for it. It'll be your podcast and we'll see how it goes. Speaking of things that y'all are getting into, and speaking of toxicity, I told y'all not to look up the Vince McMahon text first messages. First thing you did, I could, I could tell, <laughs> I could tell by the shocked faces that some of y'all immediately went and looked up the Vince McMahon uh, messages.
3: Also, so speaking you, you of toxicity, said, just don't look up dust.
1: text. I know, I, I failed on that. I failed. I failed on this. <laughs> I failed on this. Also, speaking of toxicity, Carl is our brother, and that transition is that transition for a reason. Carl, your co-host. It's our brother. We love Carl. Yeah. We we have a great relationship with Carl. Now, Carl antagonizes you because y'all are so different, right? Would you say that's fair? Is that fair to say Carl antagonizes you?
2: Yeah, antagonizes, but uh in a, in a fun way, not in like a disrespectful or trolling way.
1: What is your limit? When is the day what is it going to take for you to snap, throw a microphone at Carl? Oh man, I think I've come close.
2: Uh, he's a few times uh <laughs> Well this was like like uh in like the some of the earlier years that we were uh podcasting cuz before we were a four man group and then we turned into a two man group so just Carl and I um I, I think that the, the times were kind of kind of down my nerves is where like he would just like cut me off occasionally where, where, I, where I would be able to roll and you he would just like just interrupt me like like mid sentence and I got to a point where I had to tell him stop doing that please and I t- told him as politely as I could and to his credit, he's he's adhered to it, so we've you know kind of gelled on that. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll say at this point, it would take a whole lot for me at this point to go off on of him. Oh, because he,
0: he's built in now. Has there ever been a movie he dissed or like a topic that he just every day hated on that really drove like a screw to your head? Oh man,
2: what was the what was Carl's hottest take? What was Carl's most hot take? Okay, so like for, for for those who don't know, uh, this was this was on, on our uh, 300th episode, which we did live. And we got to a conversation where we talked about what's the better or what's the best Michael Jackson album, um, Off the Wall with Thriller. Good lead in. Uh, Carl, Carl, is it firmly in the camp that Off the Wall uh, is Michael Jackson's best album? I say it's Thriller because I had these points that, you know, Thriller changed culture, mm-hmm. not just music as a whole, but not just uh, popular culture as a whole. Uh, but Carl's point was that, well, off the Wall is the album that you play at, 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 at a black cookout. And then he ch- try to call out my so-called black card for saying that Thriller was the better album, even though I was spitting facts and he wasn't. Mm. But, you know, uh, we... Uh, but a- a- at that point, like, I was... I-, I-, I knew that he wasn't, like, uh...
3: Yeah, he wasn't he kind of trying to be to
2: Yeah, he wasn't, trying, like, he wasn't generally trying to be rude. I was just like, eh, whatever. But I like to think that I stated my points better. Well, if you really think about it,
0: he kind of is, like, pulling out a black card on himself too because michael jackson was black himself before and now he's William white he's, yo <laughs> wow. i
1: said he switched sides <laughs> he switched <laughs> sides <laughs> like seeing so but
3: i see it as her
1: go ahead go ahead go ahead i'm with it. yeah
3: why did Michael Jackson turn white? That's what I was just <laughs> yeah, about to explain. Is... So while he was performing on stage and he got three um, three third-degree burns on his body and he didn't like the way how it looked, so he oh. did Because he had, like, you know those people that have, like, a lightish shape side and then
1: on the outside it's, like, their dark So, Professor. Vitiligo. Yeah. Professor, is that your belief that that's why Michael Jackson's white? Um, I don't think that
2: maybe that played like a small role, but I, I think, I don't think we'll ever know the answer, but I think there might be some combination of like, uh, family, uh, childhood trauma. Because if you, if you learn, if you listen to the story of, of like, of Michael Jackson and Jackson five, how they were, grew up with a abusive father who kind of forced them into the industry. And then you combine that with like Michael Jackson's own like peculiarities, um, maybe like maybe on some level maybe on some level he did have a skin condition but maybe he wanted to like rebel against his father because like if you look at if you look at a young Michael Jackson and his father they do look very much alike there's a strong family resemblance so maybe in some way he kind of like wanted to rebel by pushing against that Im- image like he didn't want to see the image of his father by looking in the mirror every
1: day wow that's deeper that like he the did. man in the mirror he did he did what's your question for Victor um what is the game of the year? But imagine like a game of the year. Well, for all time. Ooh, best game by the time. way, you're asking a PlayStation guy right now. He's a PlayStation. He's in PlayStation. Oh, Come on, I man, do it. In a way. I man. Ooh, I
2: don't think really Spider-Man, though. give me look be- at the world God of War. He's gonna have a. Uh, he's gonna have an amazing opinion no matter what. So, huh. Huh. yeah, appreciate it. Was God of War? God of War was two years ago. Yeah, I he said of all time all. best game. Of- oh, oh, oh. Did he say game of the
0: year
1: of all time? I thought I heard game of the year. I'm sorry. He said game of the year of all time, but like game of all time. Best video game of all time.
0: Of all time? Games that touch, I'm sorry, but games that have touched numbers, I say, is definitely most of the Call of Duties, most of the God of Wars, and probably like Spider-Man's, much other like, top-notch games like that
1: millions of people play i'm thinking pong do you guys think best selling equals greatest no okay okay what do you want to add uh before you say any like
0: modernized like i mean new like games right i want you to think about there was this game where there was balls coming out of an end and there was a frog oh, nice. that was shooting the balls to me that that's one of the best that games, games i've ever played i'm not
1: a frog shooting balls?
0: Yeah, it, it's a classic. It's a good classic. It's, only it's a classic. So, classic. Actually, do you
1: know what they're talking
0: about? Is that a bubble something? Yeah, it's a bubble.
1: Oh, like bubble bubble?
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Wow, okay. Oh. So you, need, uh, like, I'm Like, I say. In the older where it is. This It's like an original with it had those that had Delta Fred at one. Uh, and so there are these little dinosaurs that you control, and they, like, shoot out bubbles, and my little sister and I, we have absolutely loved
0: it. Thanks. Very very cool. Can I put a choice on the table for best game of all time? Go ahead. Yeah. Papa's Pizzeria.
1: Oh, my Yo, God. what is Papa's Pizzeria? I thought oh I thought that was the ultimate gamer. I know all the games. I don't know Papa's
0: Pizzeria. I got it. It's sold.
1: There sold. is Papa's Pizzeria. I now. don't know what it is either.
0: Sorry, I don't know that game, but hands down, Black Ops 2 is the best game. Black Ops 2, that's a choice. I don't know, I played Black Ops 2, I recently
1: bought it actually, I'm not a huge fan. Oh, oh, hold up, that's the one, at some point I had a three point something KD because I had the the double shotguns. Man, get anybody coming around the corner and I'm double shotgunning them. It
0: it, it was just so fun, just like, playing with your older siblings or cousins and just having the joy of it. What system is Papa's Pizza on? Web browser.
1: Bro, we over here talk about we over here talking about Call of Duty and God of War. I'm thinking about Mike Tyson's punch out and stuff. And then and then y'all talking about a game on the browser. I'm like, like when your internet goes out when they public feats to reading. It's like when your internet goes out and you got the little dinosaur running on your Google. Uh, like that's your favorite game. Absolutely website. Now simple. At this point absolutely. I think how they game...
3: blocked it. Oh, it's this game.
1: <gasps> Mario Kart. Oh hold on, hold on. If this
3: game.
0: If they're going with the web browser, I think Snake games should be the best game if it were I on mean... the browser.
3: Maybe Victor, give us no. The dog is already the dog
2: dub- Let's <laughs> let's come back to Victor. Let's come back to Victor. Victor, what's the go? I'm gonna go with uh the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild.
0: Oh, okay, now, yeah, that's a good that's choice. So, I, I've never played I played yet. it before. That's I never played Zelda. I it never like caught my attention to, for me to play it enough. I I would say like for
2: for Breath of the Wild, give it a chance because like it's it's so open ended and like you can literally like you start from one point, but you can go like anywhere on the map. And it's, it's all about exploration, and it's all about like a, the experience that you craft. So there's there's no like, predetermined path.
3: It's like you just keep on diving deeper and diving deeper.
1: Yeah. I, would, I I would nominate I would nominate Portal and the Red Dead Redemption series. So uh, those are my jams. What did you want to add? What did you want to add? And then I want to hear your go. I just wanted to say, like, what are your thoughts on finishing games? Like, is it a must? Wait, wait, game? I'm coming back. You get a question in a second. I thought you was okay. Breath
0: of the Wild is amazing because I played it before and. Uh, I, mean, I haven't finished it yet, but I like come back to it every once in a while and it's so diverse, you could do whatever you want. Have y'all
1: seen Pal World? I've heard of it. Pal World is like playing Pokemon and Breath of the Wild at the same time, except when you see your Pokemon, right? Cause they look just like Pokemon. When you see your Pokemon, you gotta beat the shit out of them. You walk up to them, you <laughs> just start punching them in the face and then you put them in a ball and, and keep it. What's your goal? Oh, I'll go, um, all right, let me land, but hold on. If we're talking about web browser, no, we're talking about all-time game. I'm trying to like. I'm doing all-time games. I want. I want all your things. one all-time game. It all couldn't be web browser if you want, or it can be you know anything but PlayStation. That's crazy. Anything but PlayStation is crazy. Um, let's go Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, I, I was just about to add that
0: because Minecraft, it it's been out for so long and still so much people play it to this day. It's it's a super relevant game to this day after so many years.
1: I might. I might be able to take. One of us with us to cover um, our podcast to PAX, the Penny Arcade Expo, next in in March. I might be able to take one of us. We'll talk about it a little bit later. What's your What's your question for Victor? Now you can ask your question.
0: Uh finishing games. I never finish games. I can't do it, but I love the game wholeheartedly every time. Mm. So, do you think that
2: to fully enjoy a game, you must beat it? Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, if you if you ask me, like like years ago, I would say yes. But now, now that I'm not a lot older, um, I would say not necessarily because like, especially because nowadays, like there's so many games, like I have a ridiculous backlog of games. It's like you, you finish one, there's like 10 others that yeah. pop up on my list. So I would say like uh, for a lot of games, especially like those big open world games, where it's like, there's basically no end in sight. You can play like through most of it. And then then and then you get a good idea of what the whole experience is, and say that hey, you know what, I'm I'm good. Let me let me check out some other other titles, and and the game will always be there if you want to go back to it and finish it up. But I've never beat an Assassin's Creed game. They are very
0: very expansive. It's just like endless, really. I I have I
1: have. They can be they can be pretty good. What's um? All right, that's I want to I want to get to the rest of the questions. I was going to hog up the podcast. <laughs> but what's your question for Victor? Um, if you have-
3: had to like. Not criticize a game, but like see a game as like the worst of the worst. Which one would it be?
2: Ooh. worst of the worst.
3: Like ten out of ten, do not recommend.
2: Oh man, um, oh man, I would have to, and um, to really think about that, because like, because like, uh, because there's, I usually go out of my way to play like bad
1: games, yeah. and it's so I'm kind of. I'd have to rack my brain with like the bit about that. This new Suicide Squad game looks real bad. They're not even letting reviewers touch the copy. They gotta buy their own copy and play it when the <laughs> game comes out to review the game because they know they're gonna get trashed. Do you have a worse game? No, I was just thinking if it helps overrated game to work too. Mm. Do you have a before we get to overrated, do we have a worse game?
0: Um I say for me, in my opinion, one of the worst games like out of all the games I've played is definitely like a two K series. Mm. Yeah, or or arc because I've never liked Ark because it was so confusing and so complex for me. I just never got the understanding of it. You're sleeping
2: at night. What like the worst game that I've ever played is probably Unturned. I have no idea. I
1: okay, just, like one of my friends told me to put on with it. It's like on Steam. So Victor, what's the worst or or most overrated?
2: Uh, most overrated. Um, well, I, I will say like for for worst games. Uh, when it. When it first came out, the first version of Cyberpunk 2077, oh. it was completely jank. It was like technical glitches, technical glitches galore. Like it was unplayable. Like and if you bought it on the PlayStation 4, you you you, you just bought a paperweight or a doorstop because that game could not run on such an old system. But now it's like it's got it's a
1: complete 180. It's one of the best. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's that, really great story. Actually, uh, I want to ask your film version. Which, did you pick up on? The parallels. I don't know if you saw the the DLC with um Edris Edris Id- Elba. Oh yeah, Phantom Liberty. You're I'm Did, playing. Is that not Escape from New York? Are you not like playing basically Escape from New York? It kind of is. It kind of has that element where you have to rescue the president.
2: Um, but but it kind of has like a James Bond spy movie vibe too.
1: Okay. Is it, The president
3: survived.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's dope. Um, what is your question for Victor? Uh getting out of games
0: right what I my favorite movie is John Wick the
2: first one and I, I want to I want to know your opinion on it John Wick it's it's, a, it's an amazing movie it's amazing amazing action movie um I, I've seen all four I thought I thought that they could they should have stopped at at three yeah because it's like after a while it's like okay when is too much a good thing too much of a good thing but part four was was uh was uh it, it was entertaining. It was incredible. It was, it was a little, it was a little cartoonish because it, it got like into like video game mode where he had like infinite ammo with that grenade launcher. But it was like, you know what? I, th- I think this is a good a good spot to end. If they make a part five somehow, it's like, oh, come on, man, do you really need the money? What Would you want to? Um,
0: if we're going into movies, one movie like I really enjoyed is Come Play. I never like, I'm not really into movies that much, but I went to the movie theaters and watched that, and it was like. Really caught my eye by the way, the plot ended and stuff.
3: What is some playing Like, what's
0: it about? Um, it's a little bit of a horror movie, but a little bit sad towards the end. I don't want to spoil it too much, but really at the end, um, there's this one guy. I think his name is Charlie. He's just like some ghost that wants to get a little boy, so he talks to him talks to him from his iPad, and then eventually, that that Charlie takes his mom instead of the kid and the mom is swinging the kid around as it goes so like it gets really sad towards the end mm. instead of like being
1: scared i gotta go re- really really fast go i feel like the worst movie in all history is really a franchise fast and Furious. me too i'm with you go
3: um have you ever heard of i came by Love. Like, it was like i don't know it's like this type of heist but as well as war but it's like a psychological factor where like I feel like you're getting into like the murderer's brain and it was just like I was like whoa this is my good and it was like every time they would come by do whatever they did they would write I came by either in like graffiti or like a type of signature in like the crime scene that's cool.
1: Thanks for the recommendation. Uh, thanks for the shout out to Vin Diesel. He makes literally every movie worse except for like when he's Groot and has three lines in the three words in the movie. Oh, I actually came up with a, an answer circling back for most overrated game. The Last
2: of Us Part 2.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Was it because of uh, the gay character and uh, some of your beliefs? Do you have stuff to tell us? now? <laughs> you have stuff to tell us, Victor?
2: No, no, no. It's just that um, The Last of Us Part 2, like I respect the direction that it that it took, but
1: it's is twenty. It's a 20-hour game. It's just miserable. It's it really miserable. was. It felt like snuff. It felt like yeah. torture. It felt torturous. Uh, what's your question for Victor? Um, what is your opinion on... So it's like, so. there's this game, right? It's an
0: open-world game. But the thing that separates it from other open-world games
1: is that once you die, you die. Like, all your progress is white. Hardcore month. <laughs> yeah, a lot of games. A lot of games have that now. Yeah, but that w- what was like it's like it's really hard. What was the series that started doing that punishing? Series? Dark Souls, right? like Dark Souls started doing that. Do you play those kind of games? I do actually. Yeah, I've I've played uh
2: Dark Souls one and three and Blood, which are which are my favorites. Bloodborne is my favorite one.
1: Um, but yeah, that, uh, I appreciate the challenge in those games. That is the skin of my rank of video games. That's the that's what that is. What's your question for Victor?
3: Um. Has there ever been like a point in time when you like got tired of podcasting, or like, you think there's gonna be a point in time?
2: Uh, yes, there. There was a point where where I was uh where I kind of felt like a alone, like with with Codex Prime. Like there was a point where I felt like I felt I felt I was, I was getting a little tired because I was like, okay, it was like, well, how many times can we talk about like nerd culture in so many ways? So there was a point where I kind of felt a little apathetic towards it, but um, but I eventually kept going because, like you know, the there was like something about the energy between like Carl and myself on the show that kind of kept bringing me back. So I, kept, I was like,
1: "Think about that." It shout should out to Carl shout out to Carl. It shouldn't work, but it does. After the next question, I'm going to ask you for one piece of advice that you want to give for up and coming podcasters, whether it's for the Steambox podcast or any podcast that they want to do, what's, like, the one most important thing that you would say? Um. One
0: last question. Like, what's your opinion on the whole Naruto and Boruto series in general? Like, Shippuden, the regular one, the show?
1: Now, you're baby-level anime, right? Yeah, I, I watch anime movies,
2: never watched anime series, except Death Note, but that was it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Watch,
3: what is... He? Like, oh, my God. Rate right, Death Note, just, like...
1: Angela and I just watched Death Note again. Anime.
3: Like i like thought I've hated anime, but like I touched Death Note. I felt
1: Once you touch the Death Note, Once you can you see Death the Shinigami. Yeah. So yeah. you're all you're all good. Um Angela and I today, we met four years ago today. So today's our like uh metaversary kind of thing. She's a a friend of yours, and um, when you are trying to check out the person that, like, you're about to start dating or you want to talk to or whatever, and you, like, Google them, I did that. I Googled her. I wanted to see what was up, and I find her on his show, and they were talking about my favorite movie of all time, and she just seemed unimpressed. (laughs) She was like, yeah, it's okay. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, it was a Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, it was Big Trouble in Little (laughs) China. And she and and I was like, I don't know, man. Can I date? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Um, also, you recommended a movie to her that we watched recently, and it had, um, it had private parts, ten feet tall in somebody's attic. What? Uh, oh, they, I was that's, afraid. That's a
0: thing. That I was afraid. Yeah, it's both. You saw this movie? I've all right. So I've seen the movie. I haven't watched it, but I've like seen it several times. I've tried to watch it, and I've clicked around.
1: That movie is crazy. It's a it's a wild it's a <laughs> wild movie. Thank you for the recommendation. Uh, Bo is afraid. It's it's not a lot of that stuff. It is a lot of violent though. It, it is pretty violent, so I would warn you about that. What's your question for Victor? Shout out to Angela, by the way.
3: What's the worst video game fandom that you've like ever seen?
1: Worst video game fandom? I swear to God, if you say Xbox, Xbox. Dang!
2: Worst video game fandom. Um, man. Under ten dollars, I I, I got to say like maybe sorry maybe some Call of Duty players. All right, I agree <laughs> only because only because like there's some there's some weird racism going on and in, in some of the chat rooms and whatnot when you're playing and it's like yo don't don't call me don't call me the n word I'm just trying to play the game. 100. 100. <laughs>
3: no, nah, the worst is on the mic. You just pass by and all you hear is like yeah, damn, blah, blah, blah. like yo yo whoa yeah. I just so you I I I think. I
0: think it's Fortnite because there's just so much little kids. And then if it's not little kids, it's just so much people talking junk. And if I don't know if you guys know this, but those a one streamer at a time. Tifu, he got raided and they just spammed the Edward with the hard R over and over again in his lobby. while
1: his streaming. Yeah. You know, you know, what's weird? Wrestling fans and video game fans in anonymity when they're posting things online, anonymity means when you're anonymous and people can't see your face mm. and all that stuff. When you're posting things online, those two groups are really, really toxic. But when I go to Penny Arcade Expo and it's all the same video game, they're the nicest people. Everybody's so nice to your face, but when they get online, they're dropping n-bombs, they're doing all of that stuff. Even if the game controls it, where you can only say like one of five things, they're saying what to say, what to say, what to say, like over and over again, on are spamming.
0: Right. Yeah, I think the the common ground is uh, Twitter. That's why or
1: X or whatever. Oh, That's, Twitter. They share that. It's like a. That's the Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yeah, it is like the Venn diagram. All right. So one piece of give it. This is why you're here because you are a podcast master. I was at your 300th anniversary, uh, a 300th special. Right. So podcasting master and a professor. So teach us, professor. What's something that we should all keep in mind when interviewing guests? When interviewing guests, uh, research, research, research.
2: Um, That's why we get an A for the day over here. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you have a, if you're inviting a guest, try to look up as much information as you can on them. Um, if you if you find that they may have like a mutual contact or may or may know someone that that you're familiar with, pick their brain. Ask ask them questions about your guest as well, if you can. And then once you have your guest on, you can ask them some some really cool questions. And sometimes they'll be surprised They'll be like, "Wait, how did you know that?" Nardwar.
1: We have had yeah. we've had some rappers, directors, um we've had movie stars on uh and your brother like yelled at him and said f your father at one point. It famously it was a wild thing. Uh yeah, this guy it, from the Terminator. It's a it's a real thing. Wasn't Aisha, his
3: dad like? Not a good
1: person? Yes. So um so we've had all these amazing guests, but I find myself jealous of the guests that you have. You guys interviewed Adam Cole and um, Britt Baker, who are like AEW stars, other wrestling stars, Trish and Lita, like the goats of the women division, um, and a bunch of movie stars and directors too. Who, I don't, maybe directors, I just made that up. Um, who's been like your, what was your moment? What was your, like, oh, this is the dopest guest we've had? Good afternoon, Highlander.
0: Please pardon the interruption.
1: I'm sorry. So, your biggest get, who
2: was your biggest get? Uh, biggest get, um, we actually had, um, uh, this, uh, this podcast, well, this documentary filmmaker, it's Sean Michael Cologne. Okay. Uh, he's based in Texas and he, d- he's actually doing a documentary called The Age of Audio, which is a documentary about podcasting and about, uh, famous podcasters.
1: Uh, oh, so it wasn't about the guests. It was about you. You guys were the shine on that. You were
2: the star. <laughs> well, well, no, it's like, uh, well, we were, t- we're talking about like his documentary, uh, and and shout-outs to Carl because like he's great at finding guests like he's all he's always on social media So he's always like sending messages to guests and whatnot and he's got a good good success ratio
1: Everybody uh, world at home. Please check out Codex Prime. I'm sorry for uh, cutting you off. I don't want Mike thrown at me uh, <laughs> Please check out Codex Prime and do the film thing. Check out Victor Amoyo and Carl Bird Carl uh, one place that they should check you out uh, check us
2: out on uh, Spotify
1: Spotify Codex Prime This has been another Steambox podcast. Highlander, uh, please say peace out to the world.
2: Peace out.